0: 149,
1: Lucas, 149! (laughs) That is some terrible dead dancing right there from both of us. Pretty pretty bad. Um, Yes, (laughs) we are here for episode 149, and we have pretty big news today. Um, We have found out that there will be a British OCR Championship event in 2023. Um, This will cater for um, adults. Obviously, they... Held a junior OCR championship in 2022. Uh, a very successful one by all. Um, all yeah, it was good. good. Everything by it. It
0: was very good, actually. Good experience to be there, to be fair.
1: Good, good. So they will be holding a basically a national OCR championship uh, next year. We did hear that this would happen, and it would be in October time, but we didn't have any information. Um, so basically, now we have that we information. We have all that information. Uh, not all of it but pretty much as much as, uh, much as we're going to get right now um, so it will be hosted by Spartan Race so the, uh, the thoughts were true um, Spartan will be hosting it So, as we've mentioned in they, always the past, going
0: they always go on a lot longer than I thought they were going. To. I thought it was going to tail off and it never did. I was like, oh, this is still oh, going. Oh, still going. <laughs>
1: um, so I think we checked before that Spartan have hosted national championships in the past. Um, most recently of note was the uh, the Swiss one um, in Verbier last year. Um, notably they also have hosted the US OCR Federation uh, Championship Race in 2017 and 2018, with some very familiar faces donning the podiums at these events. Um,
0: So what you're basically saying, Luke, is we knew it was coming, (laughs) just it wasn't confirmed.
1: Pretty much. Um, So it will take place on Sunday the 8th of October during the London South Trifecta Weekend at Pippingford Park. Um, the course will be 12k in distance and run. Un, it is. Um, and will be run under classic cross country OCR rules with 25 plus obstacles. Mm-hmm. So you say interesting because the event on the 8th, which is the Sunday at that uh, event, is a super race, which, which generally, as Spartan standard, is 10k. So there will be some. Adjustments to the length of the course, um, and by the sounds of some of the information we have, there will be adjustments to the race.
0: Right. So here's how so, we're going to do this, Luke. I'm going to pepper for someone that hasn't actually read this. I'm actually <laughs> I'm going to pepper some questions at you, and you're going to do your very best to answer these questions.
1: Right. You say you haven't read this, but you have been sent this. No, I have read it.
0: I have read it, but for the sake for the sake of this podcast i'm going to pepper some questions
1: okay you tell gonna... me and i'll do my very best hence i am not on british obstacle so i may not know all the answers no, but I, no. I have the
0: info fine right so here we go so first question i think that people is going to come to people's minds is it a spartan style race so are we going to have spartan obstacles to contend with
1: right so this is the information uh The national championships will differ from a Spartan race. Uh, British Obstacle will be able to use both terrain and obstacles in different ways to standardise Spartan race courses. While the course may be familiar for those who have taken part in Spartan before, you can expect to see a number of surprises on course.
0: Right. So what I get from that is we're going to be running the super course, potentially Mm -hmm. some areas where it might... Just break off for a few hundred metres and break off here for a few hundred metres. Maybe do a different rig, a different obstacle and come back onto the traditional Spartan course. That's how I see it.
1: Um, I have a feeling that whole super event, apart from the open wave, will just be this race.
0: Right. So it's not going to be a Spartan 10k under Spartan regulations and then a Spartan, sorry, non-Spartan UK race separately. Uh
1: yeah and as we go through these points it probably will make more sense sense. it's so just my thinking is that there is qualification for the elite style entry for this race yes that will differ from spartan's elite qualification
0: okay so you have to be at a certain level in the uk to compete at this particular wave i i
1: have been told that the Qualification for Elite will be pretty difficult. Yes. It will not be a
0: um So you can't strength. buy your way in and you uh, can't no, no. and you can't dance your way in.
1: So obviously we know Spartan for the Elite Wave, you basically just pay the upgrade to go from age group league. to yeah. Elite um, and you can race.
0: Yeah. Uh, Although this last couple of years they have trialed the um you have to have the code, don't you? So you have to yeah, race the so age group and got a certain distance. But still that, in general. That
1: code isn't here this year. Um, the only way, um, so we don't actually know the specifics of the qualification, but we will do, I'm sure, very shortly from British Obstacle. Um, so, do you have to be British to compete? The British Obstacle uh, Championships is open hey, to
0: all British I'm asking Obstacle the members. Here here, not you. <laughs> do you have to be British?
1: <laughs> so it's open to all british obstacle sport members who are either uk residents or british citizens okay so you have to be a basically you have to be a member of british obstacle
0: yeah
1: um obviously if you are a uk resident i believe to become a member of british obstacle there's a cert, you have to have lived here for a, a certain amount of time but you can be but yes. say you are coming from Germany to compete or Portugal. Obviously, we get Samuel Castor come over and a few other guys from Europe come over for the Spartan events. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to compete under these rules no. because they're probably members of their own um, federation. A- and rightfully country. so,
0: right, Luke. Like, we, yeah. we, we love people coming over and we love the competition being harder, but this is a true British championships, right? We want to know who the best... British athletes
1: out there, out there women, women in men, yeah? Yeah, no, I think, and obviously, I'm sure the federations in their countries are going to hold their own um, events. So we're going to see um, the best Polish athlete, the best French athlete, the best Spanish athlete. So, yeah, I, I guess British Obstacle are doing it the right way. They're doing it a federated way where you do see this in road race championships, triathlon championships. It is how it's done
0: so, so also another question that so you just announced there that's maybe sort of my ears prick up you said at the start of the podcast you said a typical cross-country style rules what do they mean by that what can we say for that
1: so yeah the, the way they've written it you run under classic cross-country OCR rules I guess, so I, that mean I believe world obstacle class um all the different styles of OCR as differing variants so you'd have your track what well, yeah well you'd have your Ninja. track you'd have your beach yeah. you'd have your short course okay so, so uh, cross
0: country is what as we know like what spartan would put on across the field basically
1: yeah i would say cross country is your classic ocr um i wouldn't even really call that spartan per se but it is very it's obviously the same terrain is going to be the same obstacle spacing but to my mind you're thinking toughest um you're thinking strong viking style you're thinking like nuts nuclear yeah like a cross country style race and it spread obstacles throughout so spartan obviously is its own kind of specialized one that you're going to know if you go to a spartan most where around the world you'll see the same obstacles yeah so i think that this just means that they're going to have some different obstacles. It may not all be... They're obviously going to lean heavily on Spartan for certain obstacles, maybe the rigs, maybe they'll bring other other rigs in as well yeah. or other style of um, devices to challenge us in different ways. I think so, from, a, from
0: my personal opinion, and this is probably not the opinion of most people, but my personal thing is that the race has to... Like Spartan, I think we've said it for a long time now, it is tough... And there's things that make Spartan tough, don't get me wrong. But as an obstacle race, certain obstacles are not tough. You know, like, okay, we've got the spear. I know that. And they might even take the spear out of this race. I don't know it. They might see that as, you know, a non-standardized obstacle. I don't know. that. You know, that's up to debate. But I generally think they have to put in a potential low rig, you know, a potential more of a multi-rig, so you, you've got more than just rings, you know. For me, to to be able to brand someone as the best in Britain at OCR, there has to be those multi-facet things that we actually haven't got in Spartan, in my opinion, you
1: know. Yeah, and I think if we rewind to 2016, yep. that was the last time a national, uh, I don't know, or I don't know if it's federated, I just think a national championship was held. Yep one of the main talking points from that time was how hard the final rig was. Yeah. Basically, I think that changed a lot of people's races. Um, Did that you do was, it? Did you No, make no. I didn't. Uh, that was literally the first year I found OCR. Yeah. So I didn't even know there was a championship. I uh, just ran open wave at uh, Spartan and stuff. And then I tried to go elite the year after. So yeah. I, I only heard about this event. Um, so I never actually went there, but, I heard it was a pretty brutal um, rig at the end, but I guess maybe now a lot more people do rigs, so it may not be as brutal.
0: But that's also like another a great, a great actually, another probably a whole other podcast. But what I'm saying is that is true. So many RDs go, oh my God, the race is so easy. We've got to throw a really hard rig in. Let's do it at the end. Why do RDs do that? Like, walls at the start is a, is a big annoyance for me. Why does the wall have to be at the start? <laughs> And secondly, why do you have to put your oh, hardest rig at the very end? It doesn't have to be that way. I just think that's possibly RDs not really using their imagination enough. It can be difficult in different ways, like where you put the rig, you know. Maybe you want to put, you know, okay, you've got the classic mud, water, let's put a heavy rig in there. Not a good idea, do you know what I mean? Like you're going to get a lot of people with mud on their hands, stuff like that. That's a placement that makes it hard, you know. After a hill, maybe. After a downhill, maybe. You know, like in long grass, in in short, you know yeah use your imagination a bit more guys don't just put the hardest rig you've got at the very end to make it the most fun because nine times out of ten it actually bores races because you get to that end and you have everyone at the end just like fatigued and can't do it right yeah i
1: think i think it's hard in ocr like being an rd because you generally don't have enough lanes on every obstacle to fit 20, 30, how many people are going to sign up for this? 50, what you 60 people? Well, let's, I reckon, yeah, you, quite a lot.
0: If they're going to make if it you, hard to get in, right, so it's going to be tiffed, pretty tough to actually qualify. Let's say mm. hard, we don't know what that means yet, do we? But let's just say, you know, men's side, let's go to women's side because it's a little bit smaller. For me, there's what, 15 elite, I say that in brackets, top top end women in the UK 15 to 20 and then you have probably another 10 to 15 that would possibly call themselves elite but they'd be happy to say I'm more of an age grouper top end age grouper you know so you've only got sort of 25 30 on the women's side that are actually going for this properly.
1: So but imagine having a rig early on and having still about 20 ladies trying to get on that rig. Oh no 100 percent. So I think the placement <coughs> sometimes does have to be a little further into the race, a bit deeper. And then I think a lot of races want the rig to be near the finish so you can watch it. Yeah. Just in my mind, that's Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's more because, where people can actually go and watch yeah, it. Yeah. Because uh, OCR, the courses aren't really overly spectator-friendly sometimes when you get out into Special the bush. Uh, yeah, they send you off... Up some hills, out into the bush and bush, stuff. Where are you, Australia? Good day, mate. mate. Going in the they bush. Said, they said you out into the trees, into, <laughs> the, into the foliage. Sorry, <laughs> foliage. Gams, foliage. There we go. Get your cup of tea out, mate. Foliage. <laughs> well, so yeah, they, they got to mix up. But so you've hit on the uh, qualifying. So what the British OCR have said: yes, qualification is necessary, or you can be. Given a wild card entry into the Elite National Championship. Can we
0: can we just do a can we do a stop the podcast there? What the fuck is a wild card? Right, we've spoken about this before. What's a wild card and who the hell gets a wild card? And who even picks that shit? Like we've agreed before, John Alban is always one of those that we're gonna say he has to race, he's the best British guy out there by far. Yeah. He's world class, world, world, world class above anyone else in the UK. Sorry everyone else. He's world class.
1: Right. Oh yeah, John John Albin is well.
0: However, however, here's my true opinion of now where the OCR is going. If John wants to get off his ass and come and race a race in England, he has to qualify. Pure and simple. He'll do it. I'm sorry if that means money. If I'm sorry if that means going and race a shitty race. Everyone else has to do it. He has to do it. You know. I don't think we should be giving John Albin a wildcard anymore. What do you think? <sighs> When I say John, uh, I say John because he's the obvious. He, yeah, don't pick on poor John. Sorry, John, you, you're amazing. You're going to sign him up I love to, you, but.
1: you're going to sign him up to like a Sunday sprint of
0: Spartan yes. and make him fly yes. all the way out Yes, 100% yes. If poor, you want to be John. UK champion, <laughs> Freight, you have to go through everything else. We have to do it. We have to go, oh God, we're going to have to go down on a Friday, pay for a hotel, do this. You know, it, everyone yes. else does it.
1: It is true, but and then who picks I, the wild cards well i think the wild card will be done by the, the british obstacle um committee probably the same committee that are going to pick um wild cards or selection entry for fiso um which i'm only joking on i'm before. only making a bit of mess
0: <laughs> let John race. screw it let it beat
1: everyone <laughs> i think right now where we are it's the first kind of one i think wild cards probably uh, a necessary thing even if 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 they don't they may not even get used
0: do you know what wildcard says to me a wildcard says to me we're putting an event on but we're going to shit ourselves that no one good turns up so then we're going to give races free that's what that's what a wildcard says to me it says like uh, oh we're going to put this event on but not many people are going to be happy that it's at Spartan. so screw it we're going to have to invite the top 10 guys because we're not going to get them anyway that's what well, a wildcard says to me
1: no, let's be fair, this event, the day before on the Saturday, is the final of the Spartan series.
0: Yeah, and how so, many people are going to do that?
1: I think quite a lot of people. I don't know how many, um, I don't know how deep the elite field is going to be. And can I also because... point out,
0: some some small little business called Venturi has also put the World Champ race, Venturi World Champ, on the same weekend.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Yes, that is a. Uh, so I suppose our I first question
0: I... is. Who is actually going to pick a UK championship race at Spartan? When we don't, de- we say Spartan. They're using Spartans, uh, you know, facility. They're using Spartans. Spartan are hosting, uh, hosting the hosting. That's a great word. They're hosting. They're the hosts. We've they're already established on... that it might not be a Spartan race per se, but who is going to choose to go and do that over going to California? I think. a Interesting lot. Interesting question. I okay. think a lot. Tell us who, 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 what would you rather do? What would you rather do?
1: We'll we'll put a poll on the Instagram. That's a good shout. I like that,
0: Lucas. Always thinking, using your login,
1: you can see through the footage. You you can let us know. So we'll continue with qualification. So age group qualification for the national championships. There will not be qualification requirements for 2023 beyond the requirement to have raced in at least two. Competitive license OCR races in the UK in
0: 2022 and 2023. Okay, so
1: from now, basically. Yeah, so competitive license OCR. I'm wondering,
0: I'm guessing a Spartan is. Spartan, yeah. I'm, yeah. Uh, and then I'm assuming after that it would be any company like, um, for instance, Nuts. They've obviously Nuts, got... Nuts,
1: Nuclear. Yeah,
0: Obstacle uh, I'm guessing...
1: Anybody that's included in this series yeah. is probably a federated race. yeah. Uh, but it does say details will be included on the British OCR Championship qualification. And I'm assuming
0: page. that will possibly class as the Scottish as well. So like, you're Muck tough you're Tartum Warrior, you're... Because obviously they wouldn't run to our affiliations, do they? Or is it all in the same place? Uh, as in... So say so for instance, if you had like Gavin Holgarth, who's obviously Scottish... Mm. He can come and race the British UK champs, obviously, because he's within Britain. But the L of Britain, mate. He can yeah, exactly is what I'm saying. But he can qualify in Scotland under one of the Scottish FCR yes. races. That's what I'm getting at. I'm I'm
1: sure um, I'm sure the Scottish series is still under the British Feder oh Obstacle Sports Federation. I'm sure it's still being run by them. And it must be a licensed race, I'm guessing. Um so prize money and age group awards there will be prize money for the top 3 male and female elite winners and there will be podium trophies for all age groups age groups range from under 20 to over 60 um, okay. at an in- at an increment of 4 years so 20 to 24 25 to 29 all the way up to did 60
0: did you say under 16 or from 16 no.
1: Under 20 yeah. to over 60.
0: Okay, because I'm just wondering, because obviously they do a UK junior championships, I wonder what the cutoff age is from a youth.
1: Well, that is the next question.
0: Um,
1: athletes must be 18 plus on the day of the event to take part in the British OCR championships. So what do they
0: say under 20? Just say above 18. Jesus. The next line.
1: <laughs> Those between the ages of 14 and 17 yep. may submit an application to race in the under 20 or elite category subject to qualification. Ooh. Details will be shared prior to registration opening. And then they also say that they have the junior championship, which goes from 10 to 17. So if you do have an athlete under the age of I'll 20... Give you, I'll give you two examples. You may... Libby, Libby
0: obviously and then Finley yeah. Greenleaf you know two examples where they're yeah. they're so good at their age group they really should be that next level up but don't know whether they should or not you know there's good examples of who might want to qualify for that
1: yeah so in, in their eyes if 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 you're their coach or their parent maybe you want to look into submitting the application via British Obstacle Sports yes um there isn't much info out about how to submit or anything yet, but there is information. Um, Adaptive athletes can compete. So they may need to contact British obstacle sports for further details, but they can compete in the event. Sweet. Um, Boom, boom, boom. So there will be a non-competitive wave at the national championship. Mm, Interesting. Uh, Open wave for those who do not want to run competitively or those who wish to take part from overseas. Hence why uh, we think that it is just under British... Logi- yeah. Uh, yeah. You have to
0: be a British thing. So here's my other question to that before you move on to the next fact. Does this mm-hmm. cost for elite and age groupers? Is there a cost to this? Have they announced a cost? Um, because I'm assuming as they've got an open wave, there is going to be a cost. Right.
1: They, uh, well, they're... There isn't specifically a cost announced, but I'm sure that this event will need to be funded. um, And probably it does say registration will open on January 19th exclusively for British Obstacle Sport members. So,
0: um, Hmm. Because this is the other thing, right? And this is a conversation we can have on the podcast and we can have this. Forget this for the minute. Like if just, you want to just t- before just go, before you move
1: on quickly, go, go, go. um just about cost and fees. So if you do hold a Spartan season pass or an unbreakable pass, yeah, this will not allow it again you access. Yeah, so,
0: so you this have is to it. pay up separately Yes.
1: So this is a standalone event hosted by Spartan. Um and also if you are racing that weekend, it will not count towards your Trifecta. Huh. So, okay.
0: so, which probably means they're not going to use the same Spartan super thing
1: um, but uh, this is not a Spartan race it's a standalone offence so it will not count towards your trifecta however it will still be feasible to run the Spartan super race non-competitively hmm. so there will be a Spartan super wave open wave
0: although so there is no spartan super elite so if we went onto the spartan website now and i'm tried on th- the
1: spartan website right um, can you
0: can you can you buy an elite super race at this current
1: time yes you can it says well i haven't tried i don't want to part
0: with the money Okay, but what i'm basically <laughs> saying is currently right now you currently can, on you the can website go and race the Spartan on Elite. I mean, Spartan make mistakes all the time. It could be a mistake. But what I'm getting at is, at the minute, the UK Championship court, uh, race is nowhere to be seen on that Spartan page, no?
1: No, currently not yet. It still says Spartan Super 10k, 25 obstacles, elite, £99, age group, 94.
0: But I suppose, Uh-oh. Luke, that's because right as of this minute, this is recording Thursday. Obviously, the information goes out Friday. Which is today? It goes me. out
1: today at five o'clock. Sorry, yeah.
0: So to, yeah, so that was yesterday because this is going out now, isn't it? Today. Um. So very confused. <laughs> but as we stand on Thursday, uh, the information hasn't gone out yet because we're recording at eleven o'clock in the morning. We're recording. Spartan early-ish. Spartan haven't announced anything yet. But it will be announced, obviously. But if I didn't want to do, and this is my question, uh, the UK champs but mm-hmm. I still wanted to do an elite super. Is that going to be possible? Um, Can me and you race a Spartan race at that super distance on that weekend? Yes or no? Do we not um, know? Something that I do not know.
1: Okay. Um, the, my feeling from the information that we have is no.
0: Yeah. So the super will be this particular race.
1: I believe so. With, I with
0: added obstacles.
1: I don't think that they're going to be able to run a national championship, go through all of like the, the refereeing, the judging, um, have these extra 2K, have different obstacles on course. Yeah. If they do, they we don't know if they will, but it does say surprises and also run alongside a normal elite superwave. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going to happen for people that have signed up specifically for elite already in that race, um, or for age group, because on the website, it says one left at this price and 23 left at this price
0: in age group. Yeah. But that's, just, um, that's just, that's just marketing. They basically mean there's thousands are left. They're just saying, well, I'm sure people have signed up for it. Um,
1: I'm also sure maybe people have brought a trifecta pass to compete that weekend. So it'd be interesting to know what information will be. Luke, I'm going to open my door
0: eight while you're talking to me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, so that's pretty much the information we have about the national championships. More will become available in due course, I'm very sure, and we will comment on
0: those. Anything else to say, Luke? Anything else? What else is there that we haven't mentioned? Um...
1: I guess just our personal opinion. I'm pretty glad that they they're doing a uh, OCR national championship.
0: Oh, percent, hundred percent.
1: I think it's a necessary thing for a federation. It's necessary for a sport. While it's not the be it's not the be all and end all um, as a sport, OCR will be able to grow massively without having one. But it does give a a pinnacle of the sport. It gives a an idea for people coming into the sport of like how high it can go. Um, I'd Um, kind of say you look at other sports like triathlon and (coughs) stuff. The, the national championship is kind of in is always been incorporated in races anyway. Um, and unless you're in that sport, it's not massive. Um, or it's not really, I find the, Brand championships are always quite in your face. They're a lot bigger. You always hear about Ironman championships, European uh, world championships. So to have this federated race, I think it's going to be quite big in the UK. I think we will get a lot of people going.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I'm the first to knock Spartan uh, <laughs> most times. But what I will say is, is give them a chance. Don't just see the fact that they're using Spartan and go, oh my God, it's going to be a shitty Spartan race. Blah, blah, blah. Spear throw this, spear throw that. Do you know what I mean? Like, give them a chance, right? Give them a chance. Like, I honestly do think I honestly do think that the British obstacle whoever runs it because we don't really know who's running this we know that James is obviously a massive part of it James Burton that is but we don't know who the RD is we don't know if they're going to bring someone else in I mean I have my personal opinion who they'll use as an RD Uh, I think I've got an idea who will be there Um, uh, and that's Michael Nolan I think because I've used him a lot recently he's a big part of the british obstacle now they're moving so i think michael nolan he's obviously got a lot to do with spartan so whether he will become the id for this particular race i think that's what's going to happen um you know give him a chance because i think what's going to happen is they will try and they will try and mix it up so it won't just be a spartan race i do think that i do i generally think give him a chance don't just see spartan and run a mile you know yeah. I mean, I might be mistaken. It might just be Spartan Beast, and we'll all be uh, Spartan Super, and we'll all be going. Oh, for God's sake, really? Um, but I well, don't. I don't know. N-
1: no pressure there, Michael. No pressure at uh, all. Yeah,
0: I, that's just my personal opinion. It might not be Michael at all. Michael, that horrible. I'll probably get a message off him like, "Later." Yeah, later.
1: he's going to be like, yeah. "You've just called me
0: out." Everyone's yeah. messaging me. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, not not at all. That's just my personal opinion.
1: But. <laughs> well, we will continue the Spartan theme, and we will chat about some championship events that Spartan have held. Hold
0: on. Uh, yeah. Come on, mate. We're getting down with the 2023,
1: <laughs> innit? Dun, dun, dun. Um, so, there has been two championship events recently. Um, both uh, championships in the elite field were held at the 10K distance. Um, so... One was the world championships in Abu Dhabi. Can you tell me, Jack, what the second championship race was?
0: I wasn't actually listening. Sorry, what? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> useless. I was just watching birds get so, <laughs> This is what I've got to
1: work with, guys. So, Spartan have uh, held two championship races yeah. very recently in the last 30 days. One was the Spartan Race World Championships in Abu Dhabi. What was the other? Do not. What was the other, Jack? Was I there? <laughs> no, you were not there.
0: <laughs> Mate, you lost me. What What was
1: it? So, it was the APAC Championship, the yeah. Asia Pacific Championship. You should have just sassed
0: the your way around. I would have got the Abu Dhabi one. Jesus God. Christ. <laughs> Mate, it I've been so... ill for the last week. I've just shot myself off for everything. <laughs> So we'll do the APAC
1: first because Jack doesn't even know it exists. Um, so it was the A- APAC championship. It was held in Thailand, in Phuket. Um, so this was pretty much um, Singapore, Thailand, Japan, China, um, Australia, New Zealand, um india basically athletes from the asia pacific region the countries that make up that region they were racing for their um regional title as we did at european championships in pippingford this year these guys all turned up interestingly though this was also a super distance Hmm. so over 10k um and a guy that has been successful in this field and has won a second APAC championship, Liam McKenzie, um, took the title.
0: Where's uh, Liam from?
1: I believe he's from New Zealand. Okay. Um, I may have got that wrong. He could be from Australia. So, sorry, Liam, if I got that wrong. Um, he's from Australia. So, there we go.
0: Oh, mate. That's the two, flags that's, of, that's two Australians we've had now
1: on this podcast. There we go. Um, the flags are very small and that's
0: Terrible,
1: sorry guys. That was a terrible accent.
0: But um Remember
1: the shrimp and the barbie. <laughs> so Liam Liam won in 50 minutes 58 seconds. Halvad Boshem um one uh, came second in 52 26. Halvad Um, is norwegian but he is living out of uh, dubai so again he has a dubai flag against this but he's actually norwegian Um, sanjay niggi came third uh, i believe uh, he's from india um, in 5506 So, pretty lightning quick. Uh, You had the the top six guys all went under an hour on the 10K course. Uh, We'll shout out Chris Davis coming sixth in that. He is a Brit living in Hong Kong. Um, So, that was... (laughs) Um, We'll quickly shout out the ladies as well. So, uh, a couple of Japanese athletes took one and two on the podium um, and I believe that is a Filipino flag um, came third so this is going to be interesting Rika Kimjama uh, first Honka Janaza second Maratas Unkayo third <laughs> so I will apologise to all athletes uh, who I've just absolutely butchered their names but well done guys some absolutely <laughs> absolutely (laughs) amazing racing from you guys Um, and I believe the first Brit who is living out in that area in Singapore was uh, Iona Jade Errington she came 8th in that event so well done to her and then we will flip around to the event that Jack knew existed Woo. Um, <laughs> the world championships in Abu Dhabi
0: obviously everyone's uh, probably seen highlights or watched it anyway but yeah but good race did you, what do you think
1: yeah I've, I've only really watched highlights I haven't gone back and watched the full race um, yet so
0: okay. I did I watched the full race I thought I was I was probably immersed in it um <laughs> women and men uh it pretty much went the way I thought it was gonna go there's a couple of surprises um on the men's side definitely Uh, I think we called Lindsay, didn't we on the women's club? We didn't think there was going to be anyone nearer. And let's be fair, there wasn't. Um, Yeah, it was. I mean, second through to fifth was pretty close. But Lindsay took a good couple of minutes out of the field, didn't she? Um,
1: Yeah, Lindsay won by um, basically a clear two two minutes on second place. And second place was...
0: Alyssa Petrova?
1: Yeah. Oh, no, No,
0: Esther, Esther.
1: So yeah. it was Lindsay Webster, Esther Hortabagiova, and Alyssa Petrova. Yeah, so yeah. Alyssa was only 30-ish seconds or so behind Esther. So that yeah. was pretty close.
0: It was pretty close after that. And that was a good little race, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so men's sides. Men's side,
1: Sergi Pellegrini takes his first. He World was hungry, title. wasn't he? Let's
0: be fair. I mean, we watched him, didn't we, last year at Abu yeah. Dhabi? I mean, obviously, we were still racing, but when we look back at the highlights, he, I, I personally think from last year, he's been so hungry to beat Ryan because I think he was so close. He, knew, yeah. he knew he could do it. So I think this year, his game plan was to stay with Ryan and then. Uh, I don't know if you watched the actual... You said you watched highlights. I don't know if they showed yeah. the bit. But basically, when they got to that lake a little bit where there was like a, um, a bit like how kind of they do the Costa Mile uh, in mm-hmm. England, there was like a segment on the lake where it was the fastest yeah, yeah. time around the lake. Uh, you could see he looked around. He just went. It was like, this is my time to go. Yeah, yeah. If I'm going to go now, I've got to go. And he did go. And I think he caught <coughs> Ryan out a little bit. I mean, we'll probably get Ryan on and we'll chat about it in the future. But I think he caught Ryan on. I, I, I think he mm. generally... Ryan was a bit like... Shit, he's laying down some pace that, <laughs> that, I, that I can't maintain. And I think we always know that Ryan is not the fastest athlete out there. He's, he's the most all-round, don't get me wrong, and he's world class at that. But I think for pure leg speed, uh Sir Guy just had it and Ryan didn't quite. You know, it took him a little while yeah. to catch back. You know, and, and the problem with the super, as you know, Luke, it's over like that. Oh, you know, unlike yeah. a beast where you can game change on a hill or something or sand or whatever it is yeah, with you a super, unfortunately, there's less distance to run between obstacles, and, or less obstacles. You know, Ryan almost needed another carry and another obstacle to come back into it, and he just mm. ran out, out of real estate at the end of the day. Well, he was only 12 seconds back.
1: Yeah. Um, so he was fighting to the very end and very close. But um, Sergei takes his first Spartan Race World Championship um, in his second attempt. So
0: he has a pretty crazy record. One a yeah, one, one and two. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um, Which I saw Jack Bauer put up today, didn't he? I want to visit. Yeah, race, yeah. Jack
1: Bauer put some cool stats up about the, uh, all the Which guys. Which a bit harsh
0: because he's only done two races because he hasn't raced outside of the US, obviously, but In the US. Sorry, he's raced outside the US, yeah, yeah. Um here's a question for you then, Luke. So do you think if Sergey had raced in the US, do you think we'd see better stats from Sergey? Do you think he's that good?
1: Um I think he'd definitely be up there. But I just think the U.S. terrain kind of suits a lot more of the U.S.-based yeah. athletes.
0: And John. Um, that's, and the John we, yeah. that's the only thing we can sort of pull it up against, isn't it? We, we've we seen Sergey against John an awful lot in like Italy, uh, Andorra, you know, all these other yeah. European races and champs we've had. We've always seen John come out on top on Sergey. So we know roughly that, apart from, been, apart from last year, we know roughly that like know. He'd be
1: in and around. It he'd would be, be oh, he'd now. be a top five. Yeah. He'd be top three, to, uh, top five to top three, definitely. Um, so it was Sir guy Ryan, and then it was Jeremy Gachet. Well done, Jeremy! Um, awesome. Well done, awesome Jeremy! Run. Amazing awesome from him.
0: Yeah, which is really he, weird because I beat him at the European Champs in England. So it's a bit weird to think that I beat someone that's come top three in the World Champs. But hey, there you go. He, he was obviously in the same won. month almost.
1: <laughs> so Jeremy, obviously. Uh, raced at the European Championship. Then he went and raced the trifecta. Um, I don't believe he finished the whole trifecta world championship. I think he was struggling. I think he pulled out of the last race because yeah. there was some issues. But he's obviously gone to Abu Dhabi. um he's at, gone! At fuck the, it! <laughs> oh, he's gone at the age of forty-four as well. The guy is uh, incredible shape. I've
0: got yeah. a bit of a man crush on him. You know, he's my he's my French man crush. He, like the guy is, he's wicked. <laughs> So
1: Jeremy, shout out to him. Um, so fourth place, uh, an athlete that we know quite well, who's raced in the UK quite a lot this year, uh, Gregor Slatnina. Yeah, 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 I have definitely, absolutely, Greg lot. G, uh, Big G, Big G. So ball. he. Can- he came fourth. He was only uh, about thirty seconds or so behind Jeremy. So that was an amazing. He's run an incredible runner,
0: isn't he? We ran against him at Spartan uh, in England. Oh, in oh, movies, yeah. yeah. yeah he, he runs really odd, but he's got. A, he's just got such a quick turnover. he's yeah. he, he, Correct me if I'm wrong. He's the Barbarian owner, is he? Is that him?
1: Yes, he runs the Barbarian race in so, Poland. So he's pretty um, tidy. He's pretty tidy. He's also the Polish national champion.
0: There we go. So, yeah. So there's uh, yeah. He's got some pedigree. Um, Throw some names out that we thought we might do better. Let's let's pick VJ Jones. What happened to VJ? Wow, well, yeah, I'd love is to just... talk to VJ because I actually yeah. had him nailed on to win this race. So I'm not sure what happened there.
1: So VJ actually um, came down in 11 which, which is
0: crazy, crazy.
1: Which I'm gonna say is disappointing. Yeah, him. like. <laughs>
0: you sound it like is. his dad Vijay I'm so disappointed in you
1: I actually feel disappointed I am I'm a little that's
0: um, getting clipped up for sure
1: so uh, <laughs> um, I it's more the fact that we just know VJ could do so much better like oh, we had him pegged pegged in as like a, a second, a third. A oh, I first. thought, yeah, I generally did um, think that
0: he would give Ryan the run for his money, and then and then Sergey would be somewhere close. I didn't, uh, I didn't see him being back there. But let's be
1: fair. Look, um, Ryland Slay came sixth. Uh, yeah. VJ came thirteenth. Um, do the Amer- can the Americans run in the heat? Is, yeah, is this is this something? Because this is supposed uh, to be
0: VJ man. It's like. I, I think, I and we know this, right? And I think there's a laugh, in there? But they shit themselves when they come out of America. Look at Greece that first year. You know, no American finishing the top five or top ten. It was crazy. True. And I, I think also they underestimate the Europeans. How good yeah. people like... I know Richard Heineck was a name that... Didn't run because of injury, but like Richard Hynek, Gregory wasn't there. If Gregory Basilico had been there. We would have had another top three oh, racer there.
1: Yeah, we thought he would He was going to be there. Um, also, VJ and Ryland haven't run against Sergo, Probably haven't run against Gregors. Any of those guys? Um, there maybe in the past, but obviously Ryland. Um, he actually raced at um, the Trifecta World Championships as well. Yep. So he's had a lot of traveling, a lot of racing since a big travel from America. Makes you wonder whether it does
0: catch up on you,
1: doesn't it? Yeah, maybe that has. And obviously Vijay, I'm not sure what his prep was before this, but if he's just come straight from the US to here, it's a long distance, or not to here, to Abu Dhabi, but that's a long distance. So they're for a the k kind of as well. Ones. yeah no. i think that's um, why we
0: gave vj the opportunity because it was only 10k like a beast we're always gonna say like you know
1: well i put atkins and atkins the beast. there 100 um, but
0: with with that 10k distance we all thought vj might have brought out the big guns you know but yeah
1: i thought i thought he would have but um originally I'm sure, flat
0: as well i know it was yeah, rolling uh, but it wasn't like we didn't have any it, bloody dunes that like we had
1: it was under what a thousand feet yeah yeah. So I'm sure he'll come back and I'm sure he'll absolutely light the world on fire next year. I think this 3K, he is going to decimate the Spartan 3K um, yeah, scene. So, I'm sure there'll be a big rebound
0: And from it's probably end. a part of that as well, like he probably didn't, although this was a focus, it probably wasn't really his main focus. He's probably thinking, uh, do you know what I mean, last race of the year. I noticed this when we were there last year, all the top pros, you know, your Ryan Atkins, your John Evans, your Lindsay West, they're all thinking next year. They're already thinking like, mm. oh, Christmas, time off, you know, you don't know if that has a factor, you know. Hey.
1: To be fair, it's a long season. When did they they normally start? In early, early February, March. In, yeah. February, March in America. Yeah. So they're racing, I think before it was normally Jacksonville. They're starting quite early. Uh, the US Series. So that's a long year. That's almost 12 months. It's like, yeah, you're looking 10, 10 months of real hard training. I'm sure they're going period, periodizations. They're training up to events, but...
0: I'm
1: going to put yeah, you on the spot, hard. Luke. I'm going to put you on the spot. British cool. athletes, here we go. So, Jason Brunnock. Oh, bloody hell, um, he's got him. Impressive. J- well, I knew it was coming. So, Jason Brunnock was uh, the first British athlete on the <laughs> male side. <laughs> he was 24th in an hour and 20. Um, Fergal Keeney was two minutes behind Jason in 26th place.
0: Oh, you already get a small clap. Sorry. Sorry. no.
1: Nope. <laughs> and I think... I don't know how many men, male elites... Uh, <coughs> male elites raced. I think that was um, it from the
0: male elite side of things. The British, wasn't it? The Earth's range group, I believe.
1: Yeah. Oh, we'll shout out Chris Davis, who also raced yep. there after racing in the APAC.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, He came 34th, uh, 1 hour 29. So we're going to flip to the ladies... And first female from the ladies' side, um, a British female, I believe, was Andrea in 12th position.
0: I think she failed two obstacles as well, didn't
1: she? Oh, so that's why she's done that. Yeah, I asked Um, her. They also have her as an American flag on there, Spartan.
0: How dare that. they
1: S- sort that How out, Spartan? Bloody dare they! Stop stealing our women. Our <laughs>
0: best one, you stole her.
1: <laughs> um, and we'll shout out Anne Reese as well. Um, I'm not too familiar with Anne, but she came 19th in an hour and 50. So well done to her and Iona Jade Errington came 27th so, so
0: she also reached that that'd be well played
1: um yes um we will flip to the age group age group um
0: we got a champ haven't we we got a world champion
1: i believe we have two ooh right we we'll do
0: the
1: we will do the gentleman first so
0: <laughs> i don't know why i wanted that one <laughs> sorry i was going for this one i was going
1: for this one so world champ um connor wickens has become world world champion in the um i believe so i believe it was age group 25 to 29 he is the world champion of so shout out to connor Um, and what's really annoying
0: right is because the elites did a super and they did a beast it's very difficult to gauge where they would have come in the elite wave which is really annoying it's interesting to know it's like oh where would they have been if they had been elite
1: (laughs) very true but um, Liam Mitchell um, came fourth in that same age group so well done that's a tough age
0: group that is it's a very tough age
1: group so pretty much that age group so in like the top 15, all four of those guys were kind of there. And then there was quite a lot just underneath that. So it seemed like pretty stacked. Um, Declan trainer came fourth in his age group um, uh, from Ireland, obviously. Um, boom, boom, boom. I am a hundred percent sure there was a lot of more uh, age group athletes from the U S on the male side, but we're going to flip to the female side. So we can find the age group lady who I believe. So age group 55 to 59. Hangley Sereni. Sorry if I've said that wrong. So she won and Jan Cooper came second. Also a British flag next to that one. So well done to you. And, uh, Beth Cooper came third and American. So nice. that's two elite world champions there out in Abu Dhabi for the uh, for the UK.
0: That's epic, that's
1: epic, man. I'm going to give them a cheer <laughs> out Brilliant. So I believe that we have caught up on the majority of stuff that has happened, Jack. I
0: believe we
1: um, have over the new news um and new we'll news? Bring Yeah, um, so I think we're going to finish on that one and we will bring you more news as it comes out and we'll also be looking to bring you a bit more news from the world of fitness soon. Hopefully we're going to have some guests on um, from kind of like the fitness and wellness industry Um, and also we will hopefully be having a return of an episode we did previously on another podcast if you can guess what podcast that is uh drop us a dm
0: indeed indeed
1: dun, dun, luke dun.
0: it's been a pleasure never a chore
1: <laughs> later guys
0: and we've got to play this music